The idea for this episode came about as I was talking to other entrepreneurs and then simultaneously in the same time frame, having a conversation with my daughter about BMX racing. And she wanted to beat this kid that she was racing against. <laughs> she did. And this is, this is a, a common occurrence. And so we have two kids that race BMX and they are, they have very different personalities. Yeah. Oliver has more fun than anybody else on the track. <laughs> he does. Absolutely love it. He is just stoked to be there. He can beat one person. He can beat zero people. It doesn't matter. And he gets off the track and he's like, dad, I won. My daughter has the opposite personality, not in the sense of fun. She still has a great time, mm -hmm. but she gets off the track and goes, dad, how do I beat that kid? How <laughs> do I get around it? And different personalities. She just has a different level of competition. And what she needs to do is different than what she has been doing. Mm -hmm. And there's an adage of what you've been doing won't be what gets you to the next level or, um, you know, the definition of insanity is continuing to do the exact same thing, hoping for a different result. Um, there's so many different versions of this, but the idea being that you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result, which is where this episode comes from. You can't keep trying harder if you are doing the wrong thing and expecting that it will work. Entrepreneurs shouldn't be stuck. It's unnecessary, it's frustrating, and unfortunately, it's where most of us end up landing. Your business should serve you, your dreams, and the future you set out to create. So let's destroy the myth that you have to work 60, 80, or 120 hours a week in order to make your dreams a reality. I'm Jay. And I'm India. This is the Marketing Breakthrough Podcast. Let's, let's get, get to it. it. So my background in BMX racing comes from when I was a kid. So about 1996 to 2001 is about when I raced and always really enjoyed it. And it, it, I would say it came somewhat natural for me. I had mentors, I had coaches that would help me to be better, but I just really enjoyed being at the track. It was naturally competitive and self-driven, mm -hmm. um, which describes a lot of entrepreneurs and so uh, individual uh, sports, uh, extreme sports, just individual sports, uh, I think create helps to create and foster environments for entrepreneurs. That being said, as I have been getting my kids into racing and India and I have been taking the kids to the track and we spent last year uh, traveling for about four months and we raced in like 13 different tracks. Um, I think it was about 13 different tracks. Um, was it really that many? Yeah, or maybe it was 10, and it was like 13 different races. Um, they got to race in a lot of different states. Lot, yeah. They had no idea where their home track was. They didn't really understand <laughs> that concept. But racing was really fun. And like I said earlier, Oliver has this nature about him where he just loves racing. He has the biggest smile on his face, just loves being on his bike. Ashlyn loves being on her bike. I would say just as much, but she is motivated more by the, I'm going to take this kid down. I'm not, not make him crash, but I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, but I'm going to beat him. She's all about the race for sure. She is. Mm -hmm. um, Oliver is just all about the bike. Yes. Just in general. Like yeah. if he's on it, he is living his best life. 
absolutely loves yeah. it. Just and if she's winning, she's there. living her best life. And so she wants to be competitive. But there are things that she wants to do that she is not going to be able to do unless she learns how to do them better. Mm-hmm. We are no different. And the the quote came to mind as we were preparing for this of practice makes perfect, which is something that people talked about so so often. I remember that growing up. You're on different sports teams. You're in different um, different places in life, right? Your math class, right? All these different conversations. Practice makes perfect. And then I remember being 17 or 18 years old and hearing somebody say, perfect practice makes perfect. Mm. And unless your practice is actually doing the right thing, it is not going to make you perfect. Because if you are learning bad habits, you are going to carry those onward. So you're saying that because I like to snowboard, I can't just up and go to the Olympics next time? Um, I mean, it's going to take some some dedication. A, l- a little bit. <laughs> and it's going to take some quite a bit of work right you might because need to actually learn how to jump you have to learn uh, you have to learn certain things right mm. so you can you can get where you want to go if if that if you set a dream and a destination a target of where you want to get to but you just have to learn the right way mm-hmm. and really a, a perfect example of this is if you're if you've ever done any weightlifting you have to learn how to lift with proper form before you add more weight mm-hmm. and there are people that will go in and they'll dive in with too much weight and they get a bad form which can destroy your body oh, it hurts and, yeah um and and not just like pain but i mean literally you can break destroy ruin your body mm-hmm. as a result of that so you have to have good form now we're bringing this all into entrepreneurship and the title of the episode is stop trying harder because i want you to stop trying harder if it's not working, because there's a conversation that needs to happen where you have to reassess and reevaluate why it's not working. Mm -hmm. Just doing more of what isn't working is not going to benefit you. Mm -hmm. It's not going to achieve the result that you're looking for. If you look at it like with that machine analogy that we've come back to multiple times, I just envision multiple cogs working together and you've got the teeth that are, you know, interlocked or well, I don't know the correct language, but yeah. there you have the teeth working together and then a wrench is thrown in and you're like, oh, well, I'll just keep going because the machine seems to be working kind of, but it's starting to make a, a, a wonky noise and, and you're trying to get this output, but it's slowed down. And then you keep pushing and pushing and this, this wrench is making things worse and worse and worse and you keep making it uh, it, it just all in all is it's just not going to work and it, it causes more problems and if you had just stopped and looked for the issue to uh, l- just taken some time to assess the problem within the machine and remove the wrench then things can work better absolutely and, and there there are a lot of times when we treat the symptom but we don't actually treat the problem yeah and when it comes to your business, there are 
entrepreneurs that I've talked to that have said, this isn't working. I'm trying this and then it wasn't working. And so I started throwing more dollars at it. Mm -hmm. I started throwing, we started running ads. We started running ads on Facebook and then on Instagram and then Mm -hmm. on YouTube. And then we started running ads all over the place and we started, okay, but, but there was a bigger problem. And Before you go further, Jay, I want to pause this because that was such a great example. And I want to make sure that the listeners are hearing this because this is something that we hear about every day. Like this is so commonplace. And it starts with something as simple as we're posting on Facebook, but we're not getting enough engagement. So we're going to start boosting the posts. And then someone in the office says, hey, I I think I could figure it out or I I can read up or take a quick little class on how to use Facebook ads. So I'm going to do that. And then you're like, okay, well, we just, we really need to up our engagement. We need to be in that digital space. Everyone's advertising there. We need to push, push, push. And so you just start throwing money to Facebook and Facebook loves it. You're seeing these awesome reports. You're seeing these great insights and lots of people are looking at it. But then if you pull up this other report of your sales, it is not matching that engagement rate. And it's really frustrating. And this is something where we, we talk all the time about making sure that we're not just throwing money, like you're saying, at a problem. Because what if you're spending all this money on Facebook ads at this point, but you're spending it on the wrong people? Absolutely. And and that's part of the, the conversation that we're having is there are a lot of situations in your life when you can just try harder, Mm -hmm. when you can just put in more effort, when you can just put forth more energy, where you can just focus more. And then there are a lot of things and, and business is one of those, but you can't just keep trying harder. And again, every analogy breaks down at some point. You can't just keep trying harder if there's a larger underlying problem Mm -hmm. and what we are focusing on is being able to address that problem so is it your messaging Mm -hmm. is it the people that you're targeting your ideal client profile is it your your offer is it not converting is it not communicating what if it's your own personal knowledge base this is something that it's really hard to admit or uh, I guess it's it's harder because it's going to take a lot of work and effort on our own part, but to acknowledge that there is a ceiling that we create when we aren't consistently learning, reading, experiencing new things, like challenging ourselves to understand new technology that's out there, new options in front of us. That knowledge base is important. Yeah. And John Maxwell talks about that in, uh, I believe it's 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Mm -hmm. And he talks about the law of the lid. And we can only lead people to the height at which we are. And we can't lead them beyond that because we are not beyond that. And so we have to be able to, we have to be able to determine and discover the underlying issue, the problem that's beneath the surface, beneath the symptom. And we have to make sure that we are addressing the right thing. And so earlier, like I said, there are a lot of things where you can try harder, where you can put in more effort. So when it comes to running, I want a better mile time. Okay, well then try harder. Mm -hmm. If you're already doing the right thing and if it's just you running out of energy, well then push through once you start getting tired and 
put in a little bit more work, try harder. When it comes to when I race BMX, when the kids are racing BMX, if I want to be a little bit faster, if I want to be able to beat this person that's just barely ahead of me each time, try harder, try harder, put in a little bit more work. There's, you know, some outside of the racing, you can put in more training, you can put in more effort. But when it comes to there's a larger underlying issue. And earlier I talked about the story of my daughter wanting to learn how to be faster and she's learning how to beat these kids and she's wanting to beat these kids. And so as she's racing, there are certain techniques and maneuvers that she has to learn how to address. Mm -hmm. So corners, she has to learn how to pump faster in the straightaways. She has to learn how to continue pedaling even when she gets tired Mm -hmm. and so there's a certain point where you can just send her out there and you can just say hey keep keep practicing get keep getting uh getting your laps in getting your motos in and learning how to do it but if i don't teach her the correct way then because she's so driven now i wouldn't recommend this for everybody with oliver i won't address it to the same extent because he's just having the best time of his life (laughs) she wants to get faster and so i will put in specific training time to be able to show her hey these are the things that you can work on and training sounds so so rigorous and that's that's not that's not the goal (laughs) she's six we're not we're not thinking there's anything more here but i do want to foster the things that are naturally in her Mm -hmm. in reference to your entrepreneurial journey, I want you to stop trying harder. Now, that's not stop trying hard. Mm -hmm. That's not stop putting in effort. That's not stop putting in work. Stop trying harder if it hasn't been working. Mm -hmm. If it is not delivering those results. Yeah. Because... It's hard to admit. India talked about earlier things that are tough to admit. Like when you're when it's your leadership lid, that's that's tough. This is tough to admit, but we've been here. Mm-hmm. We've been in this spot where we tried the same thing over and over with no results mm-hmm. yielding from it. And so I thought, well, if I just had more money to drop into ads, if I just had and and I mean this was from the beginning of our entrepreneurial journeys back in like 2013 is when we started with everything. So it's been 10 years now that we've been working on different projects. And it was, okay, if I just had more cash, if I just had more capital, but what that would have resulted in is more wasted capital. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have resulted in more sales. And some of the time it would have resulted in the wrong clients, the wrong customers. So we have to make sure that we are on track, that we are focused, that we are determined, and that what we are aiming to do is actually the fix to the root problem, not just the symptom that we can see on the surface. Different examples of the root problem are going to be your knowing your ideal customer really, 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 really well. Which is always changing, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And because humans change. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's really easy to think, okay, we've created this profile. We've created this this strategy, this outline, right? And, and then it shifts. Mm-hmm. Because 
something changes in the world. Uh, for example, if your ideal customer likes, um, say, hiking, and then all of a sudden there is this whole movement where hiking is now turned into uh, it goes in a different direction. I don't think this isn't likely to happen, but hiking goes in a different direction. Or your ideal customer is really into bowling, like U.S. bowling. And then I don't know if you've ever been bowling in Canada, but bowling in Canada is completely different. Um, you have five pins instead of 10. And so if you're like marketing toward these two different profiles and you're like, okay, We've got this. And then all of a sudden the focus shifts because these humans, like they were like, oh, I really like bowling. Now we're going to get into Canadian bowling. You just have to talk to them differently. Mm -hmm. It's different communication. So now pieces of that profile have shifted and then it's got a, a domino effect. Mm -hmm. Another example, not only who you're talking to, but what you're saying. What does your messaging look like? What are you actually communicating? And is it the right thing? is what you are communicating what they are hearing and that's one of the biggest breakdowns because have you ever have you ever had a conversation with somebody and they don't hear what you're saying and they they probably hear exactly what you're saying but they don't hear what your head is saying mm -hmm. right <laughs> like this is a, this is a mar marriage example um if you've been in any sort of relationship any sort of you know just person-to-person -person communication you've had this problem but <laughs> the number of times when i'm talking when india and i are having a conversation and what she's hearing me say and what i feel like i'm saying what i hear myself saying are completely different right and it goes both ways i don't know if it goes both ways probably I'm just not kidding <laughs> yeah probably it's probably just me <laughs> but you have this breakdown of the messaging that I'm trying to say and the messaging that you are hearing. Mm -hmm. And commonly, they're different. And that takes us right into how you're saying it. I mean, if you're looking at that conversation, you're kind of going back to that relationship focus, is how you're saying something. You could say something like, oh man, I don't like that shirt, to yeah, I really don't like that shirt to, I really don't like that shirt. Like there's just different ways to say something and it communicates it in a very different way. And that's, I mean, that's tone. We're going to just take us right back to interpersonal communications, right? But it's also something that's important with marketing is that when you're looking at your messaging, making sure how it's getting out there. So if you're looking at different digital platforms, you know, you've got YouTube and TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, but you also have print media. You have your website. You have how you even create your logos. What is that communicating? Like there's so many different things that you can pull from in how you're using that messaging. And it's really, really important to pay attention to. That's why we talk about it so often. Another factor that comes into play is when. When are you communicating and what does your product say? So there's the the how, how are you communicating it? And you have to know who your client is, who your customer is. But then there's the when side of things. When are you communicating and is it a good time? Mm -hmm. Depending on who your client is, is it a sensitive topic that shouldn't be in this time period, mm. right? If you are talking about something that is a little bit more uh, political, something that's going to uh, ruffle a few feathers, you have to be careful of when you're talking about that. Are you talking about something that's more 
upbeat or is it something that is a, a great gift then if it is a great gift then what you can do is you can talk about it around the holiday season you mm-hmm. can talk about it around gift giving my absolute favorite bad commercial was i think it aired like in the end of march this was a couple years back and it was a mattress commercial and it was like done in this very Valentine's-y way. And I was like, what is going on here? And so I actually watched the commercial. I think it might've been 30 seconds long. Come to find out it was a commercial to sell mattresses before Valentine's Day. And I was like, you're just making your brand look bad. You look cheap because you're not coming up with a, a new commercial. It's terrible timing. That's not even relevant. Like, come on guys. <laughs> yeah. And I think that brings up a really good point is that an incorrectly time, timed ad will make you look worse mm-hmm. than not doing an ad at all. And the last one to bring in, as simple as this sounds, we're just going through the who, what, where, when, why. And because that's a great thing to focus on and a great thing to harness. The last one is why. And your why can be the why behind why you do what you do, your, the why behind your messaging, the why behind your brand, the why behind your company. But your why can also factor into your promise. Why do they care? Why mm-hmm. do they want what you have to offer? Why does this matter to them? And so to be able to make sure that we're harnessing what it is that we are communicating and and that why, what is my product, what is my service going to give you? What is it going to allow you as a guarantee? What is it going to benefit you? Everybody's wanting to spend money on something that is going to give them something. We are selfish humans. We're selfish creatures. I don't want anything that you have to offer if it is not a value to me, right? And there's there are very few people that would say otherwise. And I would even be willing to argue that is it is it truthful if you're if you're saying that you don't want anything of value right there are times in our life when we don't want anything back but really we're looking for value does your product does your service does your offer benefit me if not i'm not giving you my money and so to be able to focus on that deeper rooted problem to be able to not just fix the surface level thing of Ads aren't working. Throw more money at the problem. This isn't working. We need to create more offers. We need to create more opportunities for people to jump in. We need to create more this, this, this. And sometimes we just start to dilute our messaging. Mm -hmm. We start to dilute the offer that we have. It is the perfect recipe for burnout. And so if you feel like you are burnt out, it is a great time to take a step back and look at the problems see how many of them are those surface level, topical, symptomatic problems, and take a deeper look to see if you can diagnose those root problems. And that's why we focus on the who, what, where, when, why, because that is the easiest way to diagnose an issue. You will find, if you use that, you will find a problem. I don't know of a business that doesn't have a problem in those areas. So it's knowing that they're consistent and ever changing and it morphs or maybe you have all the answers right now, but you won't next month. I mean, it just, it's constantly flowing. But if you take a deeper look, then you can find that rooted issue. You can work on it, you can fix it, and then you can adjust your messaging so that it hits exactly the right person at exactly the right time in the exact right way. And you can have confidence in that and stop killing yourself 
over something that's just never going to work in the end. Yeah, which is a good point. And I want to bring in, before we before we let you go, before we send you off here, please don't end this episode and then come out guns a-blazing with your fire extinguisher in hand, ready to put out all the fires that are going, mm-hmm. right? There, there are situations going on, and maybe this is almost... Maybe this is almost revolutionary. You're and 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 it's simple. I'll be honest in that. The ideas and the concept is simple, mm-hmm. but sometimes it takes outside perspective to be able to see that. So maybe you're listening to this episode and you're going, "Oh my goodness, there are so many things that need to be addressed." Shut it all down. <laughs> Turn off the water. Hit the fires with the fire extinguisher. Kill it all. Don't do that. Don't do that because the execution can be massive. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, and it can be it can there's a right way and a wrong way to mm-hmm. do things. And so what I definitely don't want anyone doing as a result of this is going in and killing things that shouldn't be killed when they could be tweaked. And there are conversations that we have on a regular basis where something is out of alignment. And there are ways to retweak and realign and bring into the direction that you want to go pieces of your business without having to restart them. Mm. I don't know how many times we have shelved an idea and then pulled it out later, like a year later, sometimes five years later, sometimes it's just a few months later. But I love knowing that that's an option. And so instead of just completely shutting it down, throwing it away, like mentally saying, oh, I'll never use that idea and just ignoring it and having to start from scratch. I love just that mental idea of like, nope, I'm going to pick this up and I'm going to put it on a shelf and I will revisit this someday. I'll remember this is here. And it's just, it's easier to let go of something just for the time being. So whether you're listening to this and you're coming up with things that need to be stopped or you're coming up with a list of things that need to be started, be careful with how quickly they get done. If you know of something that has a problem, there's a symptom that you can see and you don't know what the underlying root is, book a discovery call with me because that's a great way to start having a conversation about what is it that's going on. Maybe you already know and that's okay, but if you wanna do some brainstorming, 15 minutes of brainstorming around what that looks like. Let's have that conversation because you may be able to discover some things that you weren't entirely sure before that. And, and again, we talk about outside perspective, but the reality is that sometimes it's easier to bring somebody in that doesn't have the down in the weeds, in the dirt perspective on things and somebody that can have the more bird's eye crow's nest view of how can we accomplish and attack this problem in order to solve it? Marketing Breakthrough is a community of entrepreneurs with a vision of creating meaningful, sustainable businesses that allow freedom, fun, and adventure in their lives. Time is the only resource you can't get more of, so we believe in finding a way to achieve our entrepreneurial dreams with freedom in mind. We've designed this resource hub of tools, tricks, and techniques to grow your business and live the life that you set out to create.